What's up, guys? This is your host, Vi Hampton, and you are tuning in to Breaking Bread. Happy Monday morning and wishing you all your week goes well. As a matter of fact, may this be your best week to date. You're listening to episode four, election season. Um, the subject of this podcast is actually one I'm most excited about because this is what I made this podcast for. Breaking Bread is about discussing knowledge and the options we as people have so we can all grow into a more positive future as a whole, but also as individuals. 2018 election season can be history making. As you know, Tuesday, November 6th, midterm elections will be taking place under Donald Trump's Republican term. It's a long shot off, but just hear me out. All 435 seats in the House of Representatives will be contested, and the United States Senate will have 34 out of 100 seats contested as well. There will be numerous state and local elections that day as well, and the 33 seats in the Senate class will be up for election, which are currently held by uh, 23 Democrats. Why does all of this information matter? Well, it has everything to do with us. And why am I talking about it now? because I want us to all be prepared. What is the job of the House of Representatives? Well, they make and pass the federal laws and the United States Senate is made up of every senator that represents each individual state. Their job is to represent the people living in their state. They write and vote on new laws for us, which we call bills. Can't tell you how often I hear people complaining about new bills that just passed that they don't like, but those same people have never voted for a senator in their state. It's not surprising that a lot of people are unsatisfied with some of the ridiculous laws in their state, seeing that a good percentage of those people never had any initial input to the development of these new law periods. These two big sections, HOR and Senate, make up the Congress. A lot of government control in these two areas going on for sure, but looking past the actual people in power, we must focus more on the people who put them there, which is us. The most important point of this episode is not just to get people to realize how powerful their vote of confidence in this day and age is, but also to protect people from people um, from the many loops that have been designed to discourage voters. After doing some research, I wasn't surprised how uneasy the registration process really is to vote and how some laws truly hinder people from having a chance to exercise their vote. Um, Now, we as people don't emphasize how much control we really do actually have, but the government knows how much we really do. And that's why voting isn't supposed to be easy, in my opinion. To vote in America, you basically just have to have an approved residence or domicile. When I read the word approved, I knew there was a lot more to it than just having an address. There are some exclusions. So what I'm here to do is talk about some of those exclusions so that when you arrive to the polls on November 6th to make a change in your country, you can do it and no one will be able to stop you. To break down residency, it all really goes into the key element, which is voter intent. Residency is a state of mind. That was quoted by Doug Lewis, the founder of the Election Center. Each state has laws that have different odds and ends for residency requirements, but the two basic components is where you live and how long you've lived there. The address on your ID just needs to be a place that you intend to keep living. And I understand that completely because as each state has its own Senate with their own needs, if you don't plan to live in Iowa, your desire for Iowa laws is basically irrelevant since in reality, it would never really affect you but the people living there instead. 
Even traveling or being a student, you are basically in the clear when you have domicile, which is a little more definite than residency. And basically what domicile is, is if where you are registered to vote is where you intend to live or at least return to. So if you're away for a while, no problem. Just make sure you're in your hometown area around the time election season is kicking off. Residency and domicile would be the vocab you see often during the registration process, and now you know the difference in what they are specifically looking for. While states have tried to uh, extend your residency requirement to be up to a year, that was ruled unconstitutional Excuse me, because it does not give movers a right to vote soon enough. So in general, the residency for you to vote, where you intend to live or live already, is at least 30 days. You stay somewhere for a month, then you have a say-so. I say this loosely because every state still has their own specifics that I can't generalize, like sometimes they're shorter, um, and I can't generalize it for all the podcast listeners all across the country, and I cannot search each state for you, but I can give you the awareness needed to become an active voice in this country. Take these tools and find out specifically what you need to do, and then do it. Understand that arming yourself with a vote is equipping you with the power to change our country. A vote is a right to a kind of system of power, and as of, and as of now, we have access to it. And always being more involved will ensure that we always will. While I did my research, I discovered some other disgusting facts that to me I thought were unnecessary. The registration cutoff period, for instance, in some states are so far away from when people actually gain interest in the election. And anyone knows and sells, like I have been for years, you want to always subconsciously be advertising your products, but a couple days before your store launch, you run ads way more aggressively because you know in just those two days, you can convert a ton of more buyers, regulars, and first-timers. Why wouldn't that be the same for voting? I mean, don't they want people to vote? <laughs> Some countries don't even have a cutoff period at all, while other countries automatically just register you. I think this is a new bill to swing to Senate as well, Even if the day before someone has a change of heart, they should be able to vote. Registration restrictions should not stop that person from being able to do so. And then, you know that all felons are revoked their voting right during their probational period and even two years after. It's funny because imagine a person who is still allowed to live in their society but cannot exercise their voice in it. And then there's also how many felony cases are complete BS and abuse of power. It's it's just another factor. But I wonder why they made that one of the first things to take away from them. You can't even change the laws that have abused you. Pretty ironic if you ask me. But for now, for the normal people, I won't get into the politics. But for the more normal people, if all of this information has inspired you and you are going to take the necessary steps to be an active voter, I wanted to also arm you with backup. If at any time during your new life as a warrior voter, you are intimidated or your voting rights have been abused, take down this number to call. 1-866-OUR-VOTE. This number protects citizens and will get down to any funny business. If you find out what your state requires ahead of time, you are ready. It's important to know when your rights are being abused by knowing what your rights are. Knowledge is power. So again, the number is 1-866-OUR-VOTE. So, 
Guys, it's been so much, it's never been so much about racism or poverty or segregation as it's been about power. Inequality is something that can happen to anyone, anywhere, anytime, subjected around anything. And I saw that firsthand when students who marched on National Walkout Day were ignored by some because people didn't feel they were old enough to have an opinion on their friends dying in school shootings. And some of those people were lawmakers. And that's exactly what I'm leading up to. I was very I was very inspired by these students of Florida and all across the country who decided one more school shooting was just one more too many. They took to the streets to shame our lawmakers into taking our lives more seriously in effort to create more efficient gun laws. A clear statement made, hey, our lives matter and we are going to take back control of them by finally demanding the, con- the government to give us the protection we need. Why is this a huge deal? Well, overnight, students realized their voices had value. And in a matter of 24 hours, they can make a difference in their community and their country just by speaking out. But it's important to turn this type of enthusiasm and these voices into a vote. And I don't mean to be rude, but it greatly confused me that so many people stayed home and did not vote at all during this past presidential election. Were the same people who were in fact furious that Donald Trump had won. But it got even more confusing for me when some of the same people got out and protested against it until their faces turned blue, but were completely absent during the time their voice would have counted the most, and that was at the polls. I'm all for unity and protesting, but I'm not for stupidity. Protests usually occur when you have exhausted all other options. When you fail to do that first, it makes it a little bit hard to support the cause you protest, no matter how angry you are about it. So for those who voted and then protested, you are doing everything completely right. For those who did not vote but protested, your logic is a little backwards. Once a law is passed or an official is elected, you really can't do anything else about it. Most nine times out of ten. Exhibit A, millions got out and protested against Donald Trump being president. Guess what? He's still our president. If millions would have got out and voted the likely odd would be maybe a a little bit different. So use your voice on and off the streets. Make it count. Make it count twice if that's what it takes. But turn your opinion into a decision at the polls by casting a vote. We've always had the power. In this past presidential election, 50% of Americans did not use it. If we want the government to stop being our pimp, we've got to get more involved and help each other out. They don't want us to gain power in numbers. That's, what's, that's why us treating each other like crap is so counterproductive to our individual futures. We are stronger when we stand together and care for one another, and that's just facts. Things like National Walkout Day, Women's March, even Black Lives Matter are a thing because of the numbers. You cannot ignore a screaming crowd, not even with the best set of beats by Dre. But if it's only one person in each of these scenarios holding a sign outside all day trying to put change by themselves, they won't be heard and nothing will come of it. We gain unity when we gain control. Or more so, I'm saying that backwards. We gain control when we gain unity. And that's a future that we've never seen before. So if you need anything else to motivate you, obviously I have that ammo as well. I mean, this is breaking bread. We'll break as much bread as we need to in order to gain the proper traction necessary to move forward and succeed. So I'll give you one last example. Elizabeth Porter, 
Florida lawmaker gave a motivational speech responding to our brave students' demands over gun control. And I don't mean motivational in a way that anything she said was positive at all, but actually more so, so ignorant and dismissive to students asking for a better protection implemented by gun control that it inspired me to create even more voting awareness. I was like, when I heard what she said, I was like, okay, it's time to vote because these lawmakers and the people that are in power obviously think we're, we're jokes. She went on to call them children with adolescent thinking and said they simply don't have the wisdom or experience to know what this country needs. She's talking about our future right now. <laughs> that statement raised a huge red flag for me simply because lawmakers are empowered to regulate society, yes, but also to protect us. How can a government properly serve a people that it's not even listening to? Question mark. Well, guess what? I just came up with a great idea that will make them listen to us. We vote. They don't have a choice but to listen. We vote. I want so many people to be registered voters than ever before that Congress will shit their pants. They don't want to see the numbers. They don't want to see involvement in us exercising our American given power, but it's time. There's a lot of countries where people don't have a say so. We take it, we take it for granted and it's got to stop. Knowledge is power. We find out what we need for this country. We find out where our communities are lacking. Then we find out the best candidates, put them in, and we do it. Remember, remember Elizabeth Porter and start remembering all of these names. A lot of these kids she dismissed with no regard for their respect at all will be 18 by November. And you bet your ass they're going to vote her right out of her seat. How dare you say these people don't matter? When the people that can and will decide your fates, Miss Porter, <laughs> shame on you. Realize, guys, that we can dethrone anyone because we are the people. The, Constitu- the Constitution is designed to protect us and allow- not allow those in power to abuse it. We are America, and we are the change to come, and it's time we start exercising the power that we've had. Our history has been built on a vote and built on change stressed by special individuals that came along in our American history. We don't have to wait for another Martin Luther King Jr. or JFK to see change. We can all model their commitments to the people and become them in our own small communities. Every vote counts. Every vote counts. And the people that spend all day trying to convince you otherwise have already surrendered their right to have an opinion. So it's not even worth listening to. You don't think your vote matters? Don't talk to me about my vote. Because obviously if you don't think your vote matters, your opinion doesn't matter. What you think about this country doesn't matter. Does not matter. And I don't want to sit at a bar and talk to you about what you think about this country if you're not going to willing to vote and change it. People love to complain, but they don't want to make a difference. Go get registered to vote. Find out what you need. Get your domicile, your residency, and you can complain all day all the way to the polls and then watch how you make a difference when you put some action behind that. Okay? So this is the last two cents I want to add. And uh, it isn't factual research or anything, but just simply me having an honest moment with all of my listeners. So growing up as a black child, you know, in a majority white school, my voting knowledge was minimum. And I figured because I was black, by default, I was a Democrat. It took for me to learn about my senators on my own and laws and bills. And I found that I found interesting to realize that to me, it's not about the party anymore, but the purpose. 
And I mean, a lot of people vote for their own personal benefits and that too. You have to find it, kind of find out who you want to be in society and what laws and what senators and what leaders will serve you best and then serve your family and serve the people around you. And honestly, you don't have to be a Democrat or Republican to do that. So I tell you this as a voter and you can take it or leave it, but challenge yourself this time around to vote by agenda, not party. I'm sick of advertising the thought that we can only serve 50% of our country at a time. We can serve it all. We just have to figure out what we all need. Every state needs something different. If one state runs better with a Republican in office, then so be it. If another state is better with Democrat in office, so be it. We're 50 states that make up the entire United States. What we need is complete and sound peace and order in each state and everybody can coexist. There doesn't have to be all this crazy violence and crap and like, you know, just all the stuff that's going on in America just has to come to a stop. And obviously I'm completely and seriously passionate about making a change in our country. I wouldn't have sat here trying to convince other people to start being more involved. And I'm I'm not political by any means, but I just understand that whatever change you want to make in your life, whether it's your music career, it's your money, you have to understand the system. Once you understand the system, you have to play the system. Once you play the system, you have to play it better. And that's how we start getting results. You stay updated, okay? They, they want to cut off registration. They, they want to make domicile residency complicated. Beat them at their own game so that you have nothing in front of you when you go to a poll and go, this is who I want in office, and this is who 10 other people that I know want in office. Make it a voting thing, voting party. Even if that means getting all liquored up before you go to the polls, I don't care what you do. If you need to make this an event, just like we come out on St. Paddy's Day and everything else, let's start making voting and getting involved with our country a thing that is also cool, fun to do. Because I promise you it is fun. You go in you go in the night before and you cast your vote and you wait up and watch that TV and see the person that you wanted being elected knowing that that's going to change your that you change your future and economy that's fun to watch. It's fun because you had everything to do with it. It's no different than seeing an average basketball game. So, I kind of started ranting guys, but like I said, I'm so 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 passionate about this and all the information that I gave you guys no, I don't know what state you are in, where you're listening from, or even if you're across the country. I mean, uh, out of the country. This information will arm you with a vote. It'll arm you with change. It'll arm you. You guys all matter. We all matter. And I don't care if we're going to be voting against the same uh, different people. If we're not going to be on the same, um, you know, wavelength. Doesn't even matter. I don't care if you if you voted for Donald Trump. I don't care if you voted for Hillary. I just care that you voted. I care that you vote. Because what, what you want matters just as much as what I want matters, okay? So start thinking about that, guys. November's long shot off. I will be promoting this episode specifically randomly and then also closer to election season, also closer to registration cutoff dates so that people can get out there and get their, get, get their voice in, get their ballot casted. I'm already registered, and I pretty much, it's a yearly thing. So just get it out of the way. So get registered, guys. Get ready. And I will see you at the polls indefinitely in November. This is your host, Vi Hampton, and you just listened to Breaking Bread.